What up? What up? Welcome to another edition of the Live and Amplified Livecast. Uh, we're here at the Unity Center in Roswell, New Mexico, who's been uh, awesome enough to help us out and let us do the podcast here today. We're with um, Sorry No Sympathy. Uh, where are you guys out of? Laramie, Wyoming. Laramie, Wyoming. Nice. Uh, why don't you go ahead and go around, introduce yourself, uh, tell us what you play, that kind of thing. My name's Kuma. I play rhythm guitar and do clean vocals. I'm Chase. I do lead vocals. Uh, I'm Francis. I do lead guitar. I'm Blaze, and I play the drums. And I'm Alec, and I hit the bass sometimes. Now, uh, we had a chance to talk a little bit earlier, and you guys said this isn't your first time in Roswell? This is our second time. Okay, when's the last time you were here? Last time we were here... Uh, Two years? Yeah. It was with Shine Bright. Yeah. Okay. We played at... um, Last tour was Shine Bright, and it was at the Epic Night Club. Oh, dude, I think I ran sound for that. Oh, cool. Honestly, nice. I do a lot of shows yeah. here, and cool. uh, especially at Epic. Yeah, yeah, I just, cool. sorry, guys. <laughs> I didn't realize, you know. Um, so um, what uh, what stop is this on the tour? How many nights have you guys been going so far? This is only stop number seven. This is really short okay. for us. Okay, and how many uh, how many stops on the tour? This is the this last, last one. one. Oh, last okay. One. Yeah. Okay, so you guys yeah. looking for a go out with the bang or what? Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Oh, yeah. 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 The last two, do. yeah. The last two, we didn't know that our la- our last show ended up, you know, dropping. So we had our second to last show be our last show. And it's kind of a uh, disappointment not knowing. That, that is a, yeah. It was still a good show, though. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> sorry. I, I'll edit a little bit of this and stuff, but uh, uh, I forgot what I was going to ask you. Oh, uh, do you have um, new material that you're supporting on this tour? and? Yes, uh, we March of this year we released our EP Evolve okay. Dissolve. Um, you guys should definitely check it out. It's on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, everything. Um, we actually charted on the billboards within our first week. We hit number five on the Heat Seekers chart in the mountain nice. mountain region. Yeah, yeah. So nice. Yeah. What was that? What was that process like for you guys? Well, Is that your first album or no? This would be our like second album. We did a full length. Two. It's our second EP. Second EP. Second EP. Yeah. Third release. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know. This writing process was really kind of weird from how probably most bands take an approach to it. Um, I don't think any of us actually wrote any parts together in the same room. Oh, nice. But yeah. uh, we focused really hard on song structure and composing um, super rounded, super well rounded, like well composed songs. Okay. Yeah, we all focused, I think, a lot more on our individual parts more than we did on the like overall bigger picture. At, like we we did for the first couple times, we just like always together. But this time it was like it's mostly just us alone. And okay. then like obviously we re- refined stuff when we were together, right? And right. like fixed some things that maybe didn't cohesively go together, but fix that kind of stuff yeah together, but yeah yeah now um did you did you write in the studio or did you actually yeah, we were doing a little writing still yeah. um a song called bloom on the record it's uh it's an instrumental and our old lead guitar player the one that frankie took over for um he and i worked on it a little bit but it wasn't the cleanest transitions or anything we had ideas but when we went into the studio we were actually able to sit down with uh our producer jeremy schaefer from earth Grounds, and um 
really refine like that song specifically. Nice. Yeah, and he helped us in a small couple of other places as well. Yeah. Nice. Now, how did you guys all meet? Uh, this is a long story. Is it? Yeah. So Chase we'll and I, Chase and I have known like each it. other for ever since like we were in ele- junior high, elementary school. So that's, that's cool. Long. And then Sean, our our bass player that he's filling in for, I've known since I was in third grade. Ah, okay. So we've known each other for a while, but we just, I mean, music was never a thing until high school right. with him and I, and we started, and I don't know. Yeah, we were just like, I knew he played drums well for our age, and <laughs> I was 15, he was 16, and we were hanging out, and we both sort of listened to heavier music. And I was like, we should start a band. <laughs> yeah, so basically Chase would just scream over the top of <laughs> me playing drums. So it's just nonsense for so long. <laughs> yeah. takes then, a takes some strong, like, force coming out of your throat to get over a yeah, drum kit. Yeah, <laughs> and, but we so we had, like, we had some members and stuff in high school. And um, then we met Kuma. He was in a band. We shared a practice space with his band, but they were kind of fizzling out. They were like starting, and then yeah. they ironically, kind of our name was a silent demise, and our demise was very silent, and no one knew that we broke up. So yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of how we met Kuma, and he joined, and Sean was, uh, he knew Sean, our bass player, pretty well. He's like, yeah, no, he'll he'll play he'll play bass, he'll come to Laramie, and so he just came to town and moved to Laramie and just started playing bass. Oh wow, um, you so moved closer to be in the band. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. From Cheyenne, right? From Cheyenne. Oh, Sean's the, the bass player that's not here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's doing dad duties. Yeah. And how that is. He slept in his car for a while, and he just brought his, all of his gear with him. And instantly made that sacrifice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so that is we've had had Sean, and um, we had a, another lead guitar player, kind of. And then he wasn't feeling it, so he was gone. And then we got another one. We went through a couple of guitar players, but we did a tour back in 2012, right? Was it 2012? 2013. Two, 2013. Okay, and that's under the, the Sorry No Sympathy? Yeah, Same yeah. Name so still. we were doing that. Nice. And it's been around a while. And that's how we met Frank's band. And Frank and our transmission blew, and Frank was the one who came and picked us up and saved nice. us and got nice. us all that stuff. But um, when we came time to look for a new guitar player, Frank was like, oh, maybe I'll, I'll try it out and yeah. everything. I posted That's a cool. status on Facebook looking for a guitar player, and he was like the only one that re- <coughs> excuse me, really replied. And yeah, That's how it usually goes. Replied, I'm looking for a singer yeah. right now, and same thing. Yeah. You know, oh, He's the only one that replied, replied that I knew that actually could play guitar and play well. So Yeah, we were like, uh, yeah, I don't really – we just want to jump on this and take him out for a trial. And immediately right. it was just like, wow, this is – so much easier than it's ever yeah, been. Yeah, I usually know right away when someone's a good fit. Yeah. yeah. With Alec, we've known him since he was 14. He was okay. a sound guy in Just Albuquerque. Oh, okay, nice. We're at? Uh, Amped Performance Center. Oh, nice, dude. Yeah, I ran Amped and a few other spots, but they just came through one day, threatened to beat up some people that sold some stuff for me, and I was <laughs> like, oh, cool, so we're, we're <laughs> now, uh, are now. You, have you been on for this whole tour, a part of the tour? Oh, or? yeah, I've been on this tour and the last one. With oh, them. okay, that's cool. Yeah, this is fourth or third tour fifth? in general fifth this fifth? is my fifth, fifth tour with fifth? you guys oh wow so, nice yeah. it's good that you have a backup you know yeah, no, yep. and not even on not even just as a bass player he's come out with us just as sound and cool a friend helping out also so nice nothing but help over here so 
Well, usually I'll help out uh, run sound here because they don't have a real sound person at right. this place. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you want to help out, I'll help out. Oh, we'll absolutely. all pitch in, make sure everyone sounds good. Oh, yeah. I'm all for it, bud. <laughs> so um, why don't you guys uh, go around and kind of tell us how, how you got into music, like how you got started. Uh, oh, no. iPhone the screen, feet. it's down. It's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, I'll check oh, that Um. I don't know. I'd always I'd been listening to heavier music in high school and stuff. It was really weird. I was a jock, but a theater kid and a choir kid and dressed preppy, but listened to metal. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So this is a uh, controversy, right? Yeah. <laughs> big, big, yeah, giant contradiction. Um, I don't know. I was just always listening to heavy music, and I started playing um, acoustic guitar, and then got an electric guitar for my one of my birthdays and then I just started messing around with drop tunings and now we're here. Nice. Nice. Uh, I'm Chase. I like to party. (laughs) 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 I've been into music since I was a little kid. Uh, Most of the people in my family played some sort of instrument. So yeah, I'd been in choir and band and stuff for a while. Also started listening to heavy music and very quickly started listening to heavier and heavier music. And so I was, I don't know, I always would go to local shows and I would see the punk bands there. And I always was inspired by the front man. I just loved the energy and I wanted to be that. So I started screaming by myself in my room. Parents probably love that, huh? (laughs) what's wrong with our child right i don't know what's going on in there you go check (laughs) you go check i don't want any part of this (laughs) everything was questionable back right (laughs) yeah just practiced a lot every day and that's cool here started nice when i was 15 with this when I was a little kid, my dad always played in the cover band, and I'd get to see him play guitar all the time. And I remember watching Van Halen Live Without a Net on repeat until I was in high school. So I've always wanted to play guitar, and then I started picking it up in junior high, and then from there it just kind of progressed. I played drums in different bands, played bass in other bands, and then just kind of escalated from there, played in a cover band for a couple of years, and then got into actually writing stuff. Nice. Makes you a better uh, guitarist if you if you mess with drums, you mess with bass, and... Oh, yeah. And I stuff really like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause you kind of learn like where, where the other guys in the band are coming from and you learn yeah. how to give them space and you yeah. know, yeah. things yeah. like that. Help with phrasing and stuff like yep. that. But yeah, it's just from there I just started playing music and we're here now and can't imagine doing anything else on, Great. on my vacation time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my family has always been involved with music. It seems like, um, the, my dad's side of the family, my uncle was a drum major, and then my mom's side of the family, my grandpa was a drummer, my uncle was a guitar player, and then stepdad's a family. Wow. They, they were all drummers, like a cousin, my uncle, my dad, my stepdad, all of them, all drummers. So drumming kind of just fell. I played clarinet, actually, for a year, and they were <laughs> like, cool. I, I was like, I don't care about music that much. Like, I don't plan on playing it, and like, I could kind of play the drums, and then once I actually picked up the drums, I was like, all right, cool, and got a drum set and started covering Linkin Park and yep. songs like that, and that's how 
Chase got to know me as Lincoln Park and System of Down covers. <laughs> nice, nice. But otherwise, uh, I wasn't crazy into it until like we really started this band and I really started writing and when I got into really heavy music and that's kind of the funny part is they just I, they, no one expected to really have me in the heavy music kind of. Yeah. Know, like my parents would walk in my room and I'd be blasting like Devil Wears Prada or something and <laughs> turn it down immediately all embarrassed and <laughs> right, you know, trying right. to hide it. But now it's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, for me, my um, my grandpa, he was actually in a huge band in Canada called The Foot in Cold Water. They have like three Canadian Grammys. They were really? called Junos. And so, you know, he always had that around. I would just grew up around that. And um, then he started doing sound at our church that we went to. And he just asked me one morning if, if I wanted to go in, do sound with him. And uh, woke up 4.30 in the morning, went unlocked the church, set everything up. and Damn. You know, yeah. Dedication. Oh, yeah. No, it was a horrible idea for a 12-year-old me. But right. <laughs> say, I usually set up at 4 p.m., not oh, a.m. Yeah. No, Screw that. <laughs> it was rough. Because they needed someone to run the morning services, and now right. I see why they needed someone to run those services. But. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people, their first uh, introduction to music or sound yeah. or, like, the live element is church. You oh, know? yeah, and it was it was definitely better than, like, me just walking into a venue and, and sitting down and, you know, like, just trying it because I got at least formal education, all that. And then a few years went by, and then I saw a local band, really enjoyed it. Met up with some people, started playing drums, wasn't good at it, started playing guitar, wasn't good at it, started playing bass, slightly less bad at it, so <laughs> so I'm here now. Well, sometimes that's what it takes, you know, you gotta figure it out, man, play them all, and oh, yeah. whichever one sticks, it's, Absolutely. Know. So where do, you, uh, where do you guys see yourselves going? Like, what are, what are you trying to accomplish? The ability to continue to keep making, so yeah. yeah, to be able to keep writing, funding yeah. ourselves, being out here on the road and yeah. writing, obviously, um, to not have to work a day job. Yeah, I mean, oh, you yeah. know, <laughs> I think I think keep that kind of team that kind of goes without saying. Most of the time, in general, it's like, yeah, that would be awesome to not work a day job. But I think most of us are at this point where like this is kind of our sanity too. So it's like, personally, I just like to have the ability to where like I don't have to worry about anything else besides playing the drums in my life because that'd be cool. Like, right. I would yeah. love to wake right. up and be able to play all day instead of go to work. So yeah. well for those of you listening, uh we just got joined by Brady Chambers. Sorry uh, late. My, so, my co host today up, running uh, a little late. Shady Brambers. <laughs> Brady here uh has done um quite a bit of the recording for live and amplified episodes. <clears throat> he's been on a you know he's part of the team. He's part of the live and amplified team. Part of what we call the B team, and yep. Jeff and Tom are part of what we call the A team. Yeah, oh, you yeah. know, you know, with yeah, the actual yeah. A team. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's a bummer, man. Just for legal reasons, but right, <laughs> right. For legal reasons, they might be associated. We don't know. <laughs> so yeah, Brady, we're we're hanging out with uh, Sorry No Sympathy. Oh. They're here on tour with uh, Shine Bright. I don't know if you remember um, these guys were with them last time. They were here at uh, Epic. We ran. We must have been the ones that ran that show. I think I played that show. Yeah. What band were you in? Or no, I think we were fishing for friends at the time. Yeah, it was that like two years ago. Really Do you play left-handed? No. No. Okay, not the one. 
<laughs> you're not the one. You're not. You're not the yeah, one. Yeah, me and me and Brady do most <laughs> like of the shows here, and uh, Epic does a lot of um, Tejano and like dance hall stuff. You know, I do the bands there usually. I'll throw shows, but they're not they're not so open to it anymore. So we haven't been doing shows there in a while. And then Stellar, uh, Stellar Coffee recently, they're gonna stop doing after hour shows. That's a bummer. Ridiculous. It is. It is, yeah. Our, it's happening everywhere. Our oh. scene is kind of on Hello. this downward live trend right now. It's not as many live venues. Yep. Is That's... this place new? No. no. Um, <laughs> kind of. Well, this is the new location, newest location for the Unity Center. It's been all over town at different locations throughout the years. They used to be at the old airport uh, over off of, uh, what street is that? Not college. Country Club. Yeah. And then they were... At the Boys and Girls Club for a little bit. <laughs> it's a, a non-profit, like, um, teen outreach. They they do all sorts of stuff here. And, um, they host, like, video game nights yeah, here and things. You know, tournament. it's a place for, like, preteens and teens to come hang out after school. So they're not out there so getting into bullshit. Well, that, and that's, well, that's the other thing, too. They're very uh, supportive of arts so here. I may be here. They're very supportive of the arts, and it's a live venue. So these kids, you know, they come out for shows. This is the only access they have to live music. So, you know, they do a lot of good stuff for the, the community here. That's good. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. Yes. Shout yes. out to the Unity Center. <laughs> Shout. Out. They are uh, our sponsor for this episode. They're one of our sponsors for this episode. Awesome. Because Bobby was awesome enough to, to let us do this here. Oh, man, look at all these guys got food. Amy's Not Breathing brought food. Amy's food, 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 food. <laughs> I don't have to keep eating my mashed potatoes and baked beans. Jesus. Although it does smell like really good, honestly. Kuma comes up with really good concoctions for the, the van time sometimes. That yeah. just makes you want to be shopping at Walmart and cooking. I've seen bands that come through and stuff, and they'll have like a can of corn or something. Oh, dude, that's yep, one of my favorites, too. That's us. That's cream, us. Cream corn. Cream corn is like... Yeah. Cream. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. No, I think that's exactly yeah. who it was. Cream corn, chicken noodle soup, dude. Spaghetti. Yeah. The raviolis. It's cooked like, well. Any of the, any of the Chef well Boyardees. Yep. You know? Yeah. Chunky soup's always a good one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's a good one. Road food. Yeah. Hey, Campbell's. We like... <laughs> yeah, Campbell's. Right? Sponsor great us. value. Shit. They'll take great value even. If Campbell's won't great value mine. Yeah, you know. Right? Right? Bands are always looking for sponsors, and you, uh, like, Ramen Noodle should be sponsoring bands across the U.S. Oh, yeah, I would take that. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. I think they could make a killing off, like, sponsorship deals. I'm, like, right? Positive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't even need the money, really. We just want... Just give the ramen. Yeah. Just, I mean, just hook it up. Give us a so pallet like of creamy a... chicken ramen, and we are in business. Right? That's right? The best. <laughs> just a whole other trailer for our ramen. <laughs> we could tour for a year. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We don't have any merch, but we have this trailer full of creamy chicken ramen. <laughs> <laughs> 25 cents a pop. What up? Damn, man. Can I get that ramen signed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sign my ramen? Every right. pack of ramen has a download card. Yes. Ooh, yes. Ooh that would be a good Smart. one, actually. Actually, yeah, good that's, a good, that's, that's a good niche. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> They're letting their trade secrets out. <laughs> right? All right, erase this conversation. No. Yeah, this, is, this has to be edited out. <laughs> so uh, any, um, any cool stories from this tour so far? Or, like, what other, what other cities have you guys been in on this tour? Uh, we started this one in St. George, Utah. Okay. And uh, so we made a big loop, basically. We drove from our hometown in Laramie, Wyoming, 
Five hours across Wyoming into Utah. 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 Yeah, I mean, you weren't wrong. <laughs> Picked up Frank, drove five hours south to St. George, then immediately that night drove five hours back up to Salt Lake City, and then drove another three hours north into Idaho, and then drove back down to Idaho into Salt Lake City, making it our third time in Salt Lake City in three days. Damn. And then Different venues that, or... Yeah. Oh, okay. well, we only played there driving once. through, yeah, just passing oh, okay. through Salt Lake. And then we went back to our hometown. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Damn. And then we just started heading south from there. Yeah. Funny stories, though. There's always something funny that's happening. Yeah. There's always something. Yeah. I just, it's something we always ask, you know, anything, especially since this Not is as... the last night of the tour. It's like, well, yeah. what you got? What happened? <laughs> we didn't get really crazy like you guys did with Shine Bright last time. Yeah, like, no, it hasn't been nuts, really. There was one night parking in a parking lot. I uh, I spilled soup all over uh, Spencer, their drummer. Damn. And um, <laughs> it didn't it didn't look like soup. It looked like vomit. So we just started posting all over online, like, oh my god, <laughs> someone puked all over Spencer. And a lot of people were pretty disgusted with it. A lot <laughs> oh, of people. In a lot of sense, it was just like it's not even puke. Like it's just soup. Right. Like, right. Yeah, it's tomato just, noodle soup. Yeah. So, hey, sometimes you got a shit post, you know. Yeah. Exactly. There was actually like a couple piles of puke next to our van. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks, Mikey. Puddles. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds appealing. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, it wasn't the cleanest, but it was fun. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that yeah. gets Walmart loves out. us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the worst thing to happen. So you know, far, them saying editing things out, it's going to be like, hi, this is... <laughs> Honestly, this tour, right, this tour has been pretty mellow for a lot of yeah. that sense. Like, nothing really crazy has been like, what did I just witness kind of stuff. I guess that's good. But yeah, you know, you know sometimes it's fun to have those moments, you know. Right. Last time, or the first time we toured with Shine Bright, <laughs> we uh, we were playing a lot of Van Wars, and okay. they pooped on our hood, and we bought 177 crickets. Wow. Yeah, so then the next day we bought crickets and then released them in their van and in their bags. Yeah, oh. we like put a bunch of crickets in their bags and zipped them up and everything. And Really? We were like watching from a distance. And Fuck you guys. Yeah, you <laughs> <know the> crickets? <laughs> this is them here. <laughs> Zane, wa- Zane walks up. I remember watching Zane. Sean and I were from the, in the distance watching Zane walk up to the van and open the door and just had the most baffled look on his face. What is going on? Did we park under a tree or something? Right. Right? Yeah, I think I'd be freaking out, too. Yeah. I know. Now that there's food going around, I'm I like, know. damn, man. <laughs> We're trying to stay um, focused. We're trying. Uh, how, was the, how was the turnouts at the venues on this tour? They've been good. Really, yeah, they really, really good. good. Yeah. Nice. Did you play any place that you've never played before, you've always wanted to? Rexburg. Rexburg, Idaho. Rexburg, Idaho was a lot of fun. It was, was it? It was nice fun. to play a show in my home state with these guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's Not familiar where that is at all. Oh, it's, <laughs> is that I'm not familiar where uh, that is. Eastern Idaho. Oh, okay. So like, it's where BYU Idaho is. Actually. It's near oh, the okay. potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unit. Unit. tour has been cool because we've gotten to play with a lot of our homie bands on this one. Nice. From the Sovereign, Salt Lake City, If I Fail from Denver, Shine Bright the whole time. <laughs> right. They're okay. Now, um, you guys came, the last time you guys came to Roswell, you were at Shine Bright. Is this just your second tour with them? or Third one. Third? Nice. Right, so how'd you guys uh, hook up with them initially? Um, so, Zane and a couple of the guys came to one of our St. George shows, and I guess I met him, but I didn't really remember. Dang. Which I feel like yeah, terrible. Especially at shows. Um, now it's on recording. And, yeah. <laughs> I've told him the story, too, but... Um, 
he was just super persistent with emails and talking about doing shows and touring and asking advice and stuff. And I told him we'd be open to doing something. Just send me some music when you guys have it. And they sent me Should Have Left. Mm -hmm. And we listened to it in Chicago on one of the tours we were on. And we decided that we would do a tour with it, tour, tour with them. And it was an awesome idea because those dudes are like our best friends now with them. Nice. Nice. It's always cool when, you know, bands can hook up and become good friends and tour yeah. together and stuff. Yeah, we don't we exist don't without them now, yeah. honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like, we may not play St. George with them, but we still stay with them every time we drive through them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you already have another tour you're working on? or? Yes, we do. It's almost all the way booked, so we should be announcing here. Oh, wow, nice. Probably next couple of weeks. Do you guys usually stick to the, the Midwest here, or are you trying to go east, west? Right now, east, yeah. south. Yeah. Yeah, that's the last tour that we did, and those are the regions I think we're going to try to focus on because we've been hitting the Midwest and West Coast for pretty solid for three years at this point now. And our last tour in the East Coast and South was far more successful than any Incredible. other tour we've done yeah. here. Yeah. I'm from the East Coast, and um, I did a few tours there. One of the best things about it is how close everything is. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, you can you could play six major cities in within six hours of drive all mm -hmm. total, you know. Yep. You know, I, uh, I came out of Massachusetts, and we were able to play oh, nice. all nice. in New England, New York, you know, Jersey, oh. all within six hours. Yeah, that's nice. That's <laughs> when you say Jersey yeah. in six hours, the last tour we were on, it took us six hours to get through the Bronx to get to Jersey. So I yeah, that was had a PTSD flashback of cussing in traffic. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah last time uh, I went back home for Christmas with my wife, and she got us off of the uh, George Washington Bridge too early, and we ended up at Queens. And she's like, just turn around, just do a U-turn. And it's like, you know, in Queens, when you're driving, it's got all the, the pillars for the, the trains. Mm -hmm. She's like, what? Just U-turn. I'm like, can't fucking U-turn here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I know what it's like to get lost over there. It is a panic attack and a half. <laughs> Kim almost hit some old Italian lady. Tried to drive like a New Yorker for two seconds. Yeah, <laughs> I tried that'll to, happen. I tried to shoot the gap like everyone else was doing and failed to see a pedestrian. It was pretty <laughs> tough. <terrible. laughs> <laughs> They're everywhere there. She's okay, though. You yeah, bombed she, she lived. She, she didn't lived. actually hit her. Yeah. Just came I close. will admit. <laughs> <laughs> um, now she cooks dinner for us, and we call her grandma. So. <laughs> <laughs> what, was she one of y'all's grandmas? <laughs> no. No. Oh. You guys said um, that you just released your EP in March. Yep. Are you working on anything new? Got any new material in the works? We have some stuff that we're working on. Any More like just spoilers. What's that? Any juicy spoilers? Yeah, there's this one chord. It goes like. It's gonna be a hot fire jam when it comes out. It sounds like a bop and a half. Right? Yeah, we like immediately after getting out of the studio, we started writing, and have been writing on the same track basically since. Okay. That's like been about a year now because we we finished recording a while ago. Right, right. Yeah, the CD came out in March. But yeah, yeah. So, so you got done in like October. So we we have we have some stuff we're working on. There's just a yeah. lot going. We don't want to we don't want to rush it really. Right. I mean, we want to put out the best material that we possibly can. Right. But we're not. We're trying not to slack too much. We know there's a sense of urgency to it, but we don't want anything to feel rushed or incomplete. Like yeah, the songs need to be. Hot fire jams. Yeah. yeah. And then you guys record yourself or do you go into a studio? Or? We record with Jeremy Schaefer. Okay. At All Poetic Audio in Scotland, South Dakota. Nice. Scotland. Scotland. We go to South Scotland. Dakota. <laughs> South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> 
But that's like, I'm like, yo, I'm going to Vegas, New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Went to Tokyo last week, Texas. <laughs> right, right. Although uh, there is a there is a pretty cool spot in um, uh, Las Vegas, New Mexico. It's like a coffee shop. You guys should check it out if you're okay. you know ever looking to book through that way. Ah oh, man, I don't remember the name of it. But it's uh this guy Dub that runs it. He's a really cool cat. He'll put you Dub D D U B. He'll put you up at his place, like you know stuff like he puts the bands up and everything. Yeah, really good guy. Cool, cool. Yeah, definitely good to know. Good dude. Right, dude. There's another place up by um you probably have heard of it up by Albuquerque called the Mountain. Oh yeah. That place is pretty awesome. I was there um a couple months ago for a show and it's pretty dope. To try to get in there though. Oh yeah. 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 There's like no cell signal there. Yeah, it's, it's it's crazy desolate, but it's like the guy gets great. Like it's a house show. Hmm. He does it right yeah. in his house, and it, like he gets these crazy turnouts. Oh, nice. like, damn man, everyone on the mountain comes over, you know. Yeah. And, and house shows, shows are cool. better than Albuquerque venue shows, for sure. Yeah, sometimes. So, it's like that here in Roswell. Right. Yeah, some of our best shows here have been house shows for sure. House shows are like the most intimate though. I love them. Right. Yeah, but. you get to play right on the floor with the people, and yeah, it's pretty badass. Instead of on a stage, not right. with the people. Yep. <laughs> right. Right. That's, what, that's the type of band we are, sort of. I'm totally playing on the floor tonight. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's that's the nice thing about this place is the stage is only built for, like, a drum kit. Yep. Basically, it's a riser. The rest of you go right on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a real nice exactly. drum riser. Right. So, uh, how many songs you guys playing tonight for us? Uh, Six. Yeah. Six songs. Nice. Five they new ones. All new? Yeah, five new ones that are all off of our EP, Evolve Dissolve. <coughs> and one old one. <coughs> called Confession and Closure. Yep. <laughs> all right, I know you guys are all uh, looking kind of hungry there. Like I said, I can smell the food, too, and I'm dying oh, yeah. to dig in. So we have uh, one last question we like to ask, and it's our favorite question to ask, and we'll kind of go around and have each of you give your answer. But um, it's a real easy, simple question. It's the super question. Why music? Unity yeah, coming together, the feeling that it gives you, like, the closest I think I've ever been to a religious experience has been through music. Nice. You know? So, just the feeling that everything that you can portray to someone through chords or lyricism or anything to do with it, just the feeling that you get for me. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'd say I chose music because at a young age I realized that the world that we live in is very complicated and it's hard to feel free. And yeah. I just saw so many people doing things that didn't make them happy. And I knew that music made me feel something, it made me feel free, and that's basically nice. the only time truly felt free is when I'm on stage performing in front of people. Right. And the fact that you feel it feels I don't know. It, it fulfills you knowing that even though you may not be making a big change, you could be making a change in someone's life. Right. Just from the energy that you put out or even from the words that we yeah. put in our music. We streaming. Nice. Real. <laughs> yeah, man. I'll continue to do that for a long time. Hell yeah. Um, I don't know. Since I was a little kid, music always, you know, just made me feel, you know, a certain way and just, 
I always like saw my dad having fun doing it, and I was like, actually able to do it. I had an amazing amount of fun. And they always say a good song can either make you forget everything or remember anything, and that's exactly how it is. And being able to play it and just bring that across to people and see the look on their faces when they know the song or something like that is just incredible. Oh yeah. And I, it's just. Like Kuma said, it's almost the closest to a religious experience that I've had. Right. That's so. definitely something I kind of fell into, that it was, like, I didn't really expect, like, what the community really was. And then more and more, it's, like, the heavier music or the bands I really started, like, appreciating for not just, like, being catchy, but, like, uh, poetic and stuff. I, like, I actually felt like there are times that... Music has, like, saved my life because they have been able to say something that has, um, that I was not able to, like, that was on my mind, but I wasn't able to actually, like, put out, co like, coherently, and I, yep. I was always able to relate to those kinds of things, and when we started playing music, that became actually, like, my words, but not, not my words, because Chase does a lot of the words, but yep. Chase also takes... I th like a lot of us like we're just such a close family that like yeah what we write is a part of us and it's actually like the biggest accomplishment I feel like I've ever done in my life like nice tomorrow could just be like yeah, you know what I'm done with this band <laughs> but I'll look back yeah. forever and be like this is the biggest accomplishment I've ever done in my That's entire life alert. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I'm done, guys. <laughs> Drops the mic. He's out. Right? Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. No. Go ahead. Um, I mean, for me, obviously, it's same thing everyone said. Like, it saved my life. It's a religious experience. Like, I get to have the most fun I've ever had doing it. But I also look at it as, like, kind of an evolutionary turning point for mankind, almost. Just because, like, I can connect with someone overseas that doesn't speak my language but they can listen to like, yeah. what we have and and you know connect to it even if they don't know what we're saying they can feel the emotion in the chords and they know you know what's going on and and all that and nice that's you know music is just a beautiful thing for everybody and it always means something different to everybody so right and that's why we like to ask because we no two answers are alike man it's, yep. it's a great question and you know you get a lot of people like wow you know never thought of it yeah, I, I definitely believe like what you just said. I think music is the most universal language in the world, and that's yeah. Um, I mean, c even compared to movies or any other form of me art. media or art, I think music is sometimes is actually the most powerful nice. form of yeah, art. Yeah, I agree. I yep. agree. Now, um, real quick before we uh, let you guys go, uh, you want to where can people find you on social media? The whole internet, everything. Facebook.com forward slash sorry no sympathy. At sorry no sympathy on Twitter. At sorry no sympathy on Instagram. Sorry no sympathy WY on YouTube. Um, yeah. Y'all got a Tinder? <laughs> My girlfriend's outside. I can't say yes. <laughs> what, uh, what mediums can people find your music on? Spotify, Pandora, uh, Google Play, Amazon, Xbox Live, Xbox, yeah, Xbox oh, that's Radio, cool. iHeartRadio, iTunes, okay. iTunes, Apple Music, yeah. And now, of course, you uh, do you have physical copies on tour? Yep. yep. So if you guys, uh, you know, if anyone's checking this band out, you're going to see them live, buy one from them. You know, bands, you know, get really appreciate buying way. merch. Yes. Yes. Five bucks. Worth it. Well, thank you guys for joining yeah, us. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. We really appreciate having, having you on. Appreciate yeah. it.
Um, make sure you uh, you guys check us out next Thank time. Uh, next episode, we'll be talking with uh, Shadows <laughs> of Silence, who's also playing here at the show with you guys oh, yeah. tonight. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, we'd like to thank the Unity Center uh, for being our sponsors tonight and letting us do the podcast here and, and hooking it up and everything. Um, we'd you. also like to thank uh, Tweaked Audio, who is our sponsor. Make sure you use uh, the promo code uh, Amplified, and you'll get 33% off, and like 25% of your purchase goes to us. So it helps us keep doing what we're doing. Do it. Uh, we'd also um, like to thank the Liberty and uh, Pecos Flavor Winery here in Roswell, who's helped us out, and they're sponsors of ours as well. Um, you guys, uh, Brady, thank you for joining us, even yeah, though you were you. late. Thanks, man. Very late. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. You guys, yeah. all uh, you go ahead and get yeah. some food, and um, thank you, everyone, and uh, tune in for next episode. Yeah. Bye. 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 Later. Good. <laughs>